Listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music. Music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening. And I couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics, they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller, my shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. Bring on life. So I'm full of questions and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions? I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now, I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. Not sometimes, every time. Each and every time, I look forward to talking with one of the kindest guys I've met in the rock and roll world, Mark Tremonti. I've met him on Creed tours, on Alter Bridge tours. He's the real deal. In this occasion, he was on the verge of releasing his first solo release, and as you will hear, he profoundly put his all into it. So while it might be, it doesn't seem like a side project. Recorded in Flint, Michigan, on September 20th, 2012. Hey, are you, uh, are you, are you reading books right now? I am reading books all the time. I just, uh, I just finished, um, the, uh, Greg Allman autobiography. Oh, uh-oh. We're into musicians' autobiographies. Not, not, us- not usually. That's, uh, that's the first one I've read. Yeah. You know, I've, I've read Albert Einstein's biography and, um, uh, Smart man, and uh, Shakespeare's biography, but I haven't read any musicians other than Greg Allman. Mm. I just my in in my studio, it has this uh, poster of Albert Einstein that says, "Imagination is more important than knowledge." Yeah, and I try to live like that, right? Yeah, because yeah. he well, yeah. was like he was the guy who didn't know anybody's phone number, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But was brilliant because he knew he could reference where to reference the phone yeah. number. So I always thought that was brilliant. So. But I wondered if any of the books that you read over the last whatever four or five years influenced the lyrics. Mm-hmm. On this record, um, probably not on this this record. I think. Yeah. Well, I th- I think when you read, um, a word might come out of you that normally wouldn't if you if you don't read books. Yeah. You Ideas, know, thoughts. Um, just uh, yeah, I mean, there's certain words that you just start using uh, yeah. every day that you wouldn't have used until you've read that word a hundred times. You yeah. Know? But I love I love reading and uh, most mostly sci-fi fantasy kind of. Uh, you know, dork stuff. <laughs> you know, <just> escapism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get away from yeah, it all. Yep. That's not so bad. But you'd rather do that than throw in a two-hour movie and not have to read. Um, I will. like to do both, but yeah. mo- for the most part, reading is my my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's what I thought, and tell me if somebody's already accused you of writing a concept record. I've heard that uh, once or twice, but it's uh, you know, I think I think when you write a record, the lyrics just kind of come from what's happened in your life, and. Yeah. Uh, and the, all the topics on this record have kind of been eaten at me, and it's good to, mm-hmm. you know. Well, maybe it's because uh, I, in, again, and from my perception, the chronological order of the songs too, right? Because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, you start off with "Leave It Alone," trying to get away from something so negative in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it just 
it's a lot of a lot of the same topic goes throughout the record where where as soon as you see the signs of somebody's um uh you start losing trust in somebody mm-hmm. don't don't wait it out to I've, I've learned to put my i've put my walls up as as i've gotten older and i've learned to, to see the telltale signs of when somebody's going to betray you in the long run and just to cut mm-hmm. it off you know can you only see that if you put the walls up I think you can only see that if you've been burned a few times. Yeah. You start seeing that that spark and you know that flame's coming. But don't walls don't the walls stifle our growth? That's what I'm no, always afraid of. Well, no, not necessarily walls, but just um intuition yeah. that, that lets you know um this is the type of person you should you should watch out, be wary of. But I and I also thought that that song was going into really wondering where life is going to take us. Um are you kind of are you kind of thinking about bigger every bigger one of ideas these songs? There? It depends on what line you're reading. Every every one of these songs could have multiple meanings with within them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I'll, when I write um, vocals, um, I write the melodies with lyrics that just pop out of the top of my head, and I try mm-hmm. and create the most sense out of them. Um, but I'm really uh, I really focus on which words sing well, which ones feel good to sing and then I try to make them make sense as a whole in a song so sometimes a second verse could be telling a different message than the, than the first but the song as it yeah. overall will generally have the same message so how does the how do the first words and so you're afraid how do those make sense for you when the light is finally gone here the blind can truly see um, that song is all about um, losing um, losing your chance from being a from from being a not a coward, but being somebody who is afraid to think that they're good enough to do something, to follow mm-hmm. their passions, mm-hmm. to uh, to be an actor, be an actress, to uh, to to try the to be the best at what they do. Uh, they just don't think they're good enough, and by the time um, by the time they finally see that they can do it, it's too late, and they've lost that opportunity. And uh, that's what that song is about. When the light is finally gone, I mean, when your when your yeah. chance is finally extinguished. Now the blind can truly see. Now, now that you can truly see, you have no opportunity right. to, to. Right. So, wh- so why were you able to step out? What, what fear mechanism doesn't exist in you that exists in so many other people for you to step out and go? Okay, you know what? I'm going to try to do you know in whatever Creed ended up to be right. You know, mm-hmm. but but you had to step out on stage for the first time so, one day. Yeah. You know. Well, my I I've got a just as big a fear mechanism as anybody I know you know it's uh my I know my mother and my brothers and myself have all had anxiety issues and um and it's just something that uh that you have to be careful of and um that that song is pretty much not letting those kind of issues keep you from following your dream you know you can't you can't uh, be afraid to go out and, and show what you got and show what you've worked on. You know, it's uh, and I and I see it a lot of times. I see a lot of people that are very gifted, but they're they've worked so hard at what they do, they're afraid to show it because they don't want people not to like it. You know, and uh, uh, it's uh, that song was just about that conquering yeah. your fears and not not sitting at home and 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 sitting on your talents or sitting on your your passions because you're afraid to go out there and and. Uh, you shouldn't be afraid to make mistakes. Right. Yeah. But how, how do you help that person who's talented? Do you push them out on stage? Do you rub their back and go, yeah, everything's going to be okay? I mean, how, how do you, I mean, is, or is it yeah. just different for each person? Uh, it's got to be different for each yeah, person. I right, but I, yeah. think, I think unless you kind of make it happen for somebody, um, 
you, pushing them out there would be probably the, the perfect thing to do on that yeah. day. Don't give right. them time to think about it. Get out yeah, there right true. now. Just do it. Because the that's more time true. somebody thinks about it, I've got a show coming up in a month. I've got yeah. a job interview coming up in a month. Right. They'll sit and dwell on it for that entire month and not want to do it in the end. When If you just don't think about it, go do it. You'll get through it, and it won't, it won't be that bad. It won't be as bad as you thought. So are you, you're, let's say, good at it now. When you have to make a decision for your family, are you and your wife good at that, stepping out together, or is somebody always sort of hanging back, going, "Wait a minute, Mark," or you know, whatever. No, I mean, me and my wife are uh, a great team with with our kids. You know, it's uh, she's she's a super mom, and uh, and um, I feel I feel like I'm, you know, I tour a lot, but I feel like I'm a great dad. Me and my kids have a great relationship, and um, those decisions are easy. You always know what's right or wrong when it comes to family decisions. Yeah. And do you still look back and think about the decisions your mom and dad made for you? Because yeah, you moved yeah. a little bit, right? When you were yeah, yeah, what? I know. Um, I moved when I was 15 years old to Orlando. Yeah, right. Um, I moved from Detroit to Orlando, and I hated life for for about a year and a half. Um, but I know my parents did that to protect me because I was in a um, public school. There was a lot of drugs running around in the schools. My brother Mike got into drugs at, at mm-hmm. back in back in school um and they wanted to shelter me from that so they took me from detroit took me down to orlando put me in this little prep school mm. so i went to this big pub went to this big public school with all these rock and roll dudes and and <laughs> you know people that were in bands i was i was in a, a few bands and mm-hmm. uh when i moved down to orlando nobody played instruments nobody mm. was into heavy metal music um you had to wear a tie to school Wow, um, I was miserable. Everybody was richer than you could ever imagine. These were the richest kids I'd ever seen in my life. I was definitely yeah. the, the poorest kid in school, it seemed like. And uh, wow, it was a that was a fish out of water. But yeah. but those moments really turned me into a songwriter because that that was the time where I bought my four track, um, spent all my time with my guitar in my bedroom writing songs because mm-hmm. I didn't have friends for a year, you know. But if if they're the rich of the rich, let's say. Wasn't there a bunch of drugs going around that school? You know, yeah, I heard rumors of a couple of the kids that actually smoked crack at school, but I never saw it. Um, kids there were very sheltered. It was uh, the worst thing. They kids drank and, and some yeah. smoked smoked a little pot, but nothing nothing like it was up in, in Detroit. And did you stay away from it because you saw what it did to your brother, or did you stay away from it because your mom and dad were? in your face about it and you knew they moved you there for that reason I, how did you stay away I, I just never wanted to disappoint my folks you mm. know um, my brother you know had to you know my parents came down on him pretty hard mm-hmm. so whenever I came home when I moved down to Florida my, my brothers didn't come with me so it was the first time really? I was really alone um, so your whole family didn't move to Orlando it was just, just you me and my parents oh, oh just yeah. you and your parents so that's why I hated it so much because I had yeah. two older brothers I grew up with and all of a sudden yeah. I'm by myself wow, yeah. but um, every day I'd come home at night my parent my dad would say hey why don't you come on in here for a second tell us about your night why, why are your eyes red because I'm tired you know, I, I, <laughs> literally you smell your breath I'm tired I smoke cigarettes you, you got me you know I smoked back then I smoked since I was 12 years old really wow um, okay, you're such a healthy guy now now I haven't smoked since I was what 24 years old yeah but um, wow yeah well those are those are huge decisions that I mean in the end right turns out for the best but yeah at the time you can't see you can't see the light no, at the, end, at the end of that tunnel could I you? hated Florida at that time but now I live there 
Yeah. Well, how did you end up in Chicago then? I thought you were in Chicago for I a moved minute. To, uh, I, I grew up in Detroit, moved to Chicago for three years, moved back to Detroit. Oh, I see. I it was like fourth grade through through seventh grade, I believe, I lived in Chicago. And your dad had a job so he could move like that? He had or did different, you find a new job, job? Oh, okay. different jobs, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. So, wish you well about, again, getting more, getting rid of more of that negativity that's around you and a speci- specific maybe person in this one? Uh, wish you well was is by far the oldest song on the record. I wrote that when I was in those times you're talking about. Back in junior high school really? and high school, I had my four-track recorders, and um, I started writing and recording that song in junior high school. Um, well, so you the hung whole, on to it that long. You knew something was there, didn't I you? I changed the lyrics around a little bit because yeah. they were kind of corny back in the day. Um, and uh, I always loved the, the melody and the music, and um, I actually recorded a demo of that for the al- first Alter Bridge record, but mm-hmm. it was just too metal for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, one night when we were putting together this record, Garrett had said, "What? Well, remember that one song we jammed in your studio? It was kind of a thrash thing. And I said, this, yeah. I said this one, I started playing that. And he got on the drums. And we all looked at each other and had the best time playing it. And so we got to put this on the new record. Mm. Now it's one of our, that's what we start the show with. Uh, you know, I wondered if it was more almost to yourself or maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe whatever the negativity was in your life rather than a person. So yeah, yeah. That was just more of a childish, you know, um, you know, I'm going to, yeah, my enemy, I'm going to yeah, yeah, right. stick it in your face. <laughs> so then I jumped to the next song, Brains. For, now, I really did think that was for a friend trying to help somebody find that better place, whether it's peace or whatever. Not Brains. Brains is specifically about, is, is about a specific person I'm not going to mention, but, but um, it's just about somebody who, um, who's now al- alone and washed up and wants back in where he once was. Um, because he burnt so many bridges and, and, and was greedy and didn't, uh, was looking out for nobody but himself. And uh, I still run into this person. And yeah. um, I'll smile it, and say hello and, and just kind of know what, what they're all about. Well, that's, that's the guy you are. So is this how you get it out? Is this, this how you yeah, get this, the anger this out? is it. Yeah. I won't point fingers and say yeah. who it is, but it's, you right. know, yeah. yeah. I've been burnt um, a lot of times in this business, and, and this record is kind of helps me vent that and, yeah. I, and i can't promise you there won't be more of this on the second record <laughs> well i mean is do you ever hope that they get the message you know what i mean like because my 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 thing with with people who have wronged me is i'll be talking about them with my wife or something and finally she'll be like yeah you know i wish they'd get it and it's like i just think someday when they lay their head on the pillow they're gonna realize this is no way to live yeah well there's a lot of people that that are like that they just how them, do they sleep I, I think they I think they uh, they go to bed feeling guilty and they at the, just at the moment it feels like they that extra dollar that they can yeah. get out of you is worth it. Um, the things I've seen. The things I've seen is a song about kind of growing up and becoming jaded. Like I said, these walls mm-hmm. that, that kind of yeah. grow as you grow up, um, and um, having this is just like um, you waste your time. The same kind of themes where you have. Uh, two-faced folks that uh, that you know say they love you and then uh, act uh, don't act accordingly. How do you stop from from tipping into bitterness and in, in being cynical and that because you're not, dude. Right, right. You're not. Well, by writing these songs, you yeah. know, it's just you know it gets it off your chest and um, and the songs have just kind of this melancholy feel to them a lot of times, and that's. You know, if 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 they had a positive vibe to it, it's going to be more about conquering, you know, yeah. something. But a lot of these songs have 
that aggressive, darker edge to them. So that's those are the darker um, moments of my life that come out in these songs. Yeah, I mean, even with New Way Out, right? I mean, sort of that yeah. way, sort of almost purging that that beaten down feeling. Well, that one, bit. New Way Out, to me is more of an in general kind of thing. I was. Um, you know, I was just looking at the state of things. It, it seemed like the economy was beating everybody up. People were losing their jobs. Um, There's just a lot of every friend I would run into say we're having a real tough time. We're having to sell our place. You know, we have to pull our kids out of schools. It just seemed like everything was there was just a lot of negativity in the world going yeah. on. And it just kind of seemed like this vicious circle that nobody was ever going to get out of. And, and uh, it was just kind of a, a song about that. So. My perception is that, let's say you're part of the 1%. How, how is it that you can feel the wrongness that the rich keeps getting richer and more and more people getting poor, if you're, if you're talking about ways of the world that just aren't working? Mm -hmm. uh, is that a fair question? Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I, I think all, all, this econ all the economy, all the woes that people have had recently, is it just a uh, cause and effect from from all the corruption in politics you know I, I think uh, there's a lot I mean I'm definitely not an economist or anything but I I can see that um, everything I pick up from a store is made in China so all our jobs are going overseas to China mm. um, I see that uh, all this money given to these banks went into their pockets and not a lot of the folks that needed the money I got I was one of those folks who got I got you know a lot of money lost and the Lehman Brothers collapsed. Oh, really? Um, but uh, So do you get pissed when that happens, or do you just go, how can people, again, how can people do that? Uh, people get away with it. It's because the, pol the politicians uh, are much harsher on a kid who gets caught with a joint than they are a, yeah. a, a, a douchebag who steals a million dollars from an old lady. And then gets reimbursed from the government and exactly. gets a bonus at the end exactly. of the year, right? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't get that either, and I, but I don't know how, again... How do these people put their head on the pillow at night, right? Oh, they're, because yeah. you know we have to we have to trust that I think we have to trust that you and I are in this world sort of for the same reason, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. We're trying to make it a better place for yeah. not just our own yeah. inner circle, but the circle beyond us that we, people we don't even know. You know, yeah. yeah, I don't get how they did that. But are you much of a political guy? Uh, I mean, because I don't I don't sense that no, in the lyrics no. per se. Usually, I'm not, I'm I'm pretty much an anti political guy <laughs> in general. All the parties, all the yeah. you know, I've I've seen a few politicians that I that I've liked over the years, but they never run for president. You know, and uh, yeah, I just kind of I, I stay out of it. Well, I guess I can't I can't watch the Daily Show enough because you know what I'm talking about yep, with John Stewart, yep. right? And it just feels like to me that he's he's the voice of so many that I can just like. I can purge negativity through your songs. Right, right. I can get some of that anger against, you know, the politicians living and doing corrupt things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And man, thank thank God for a guy like that, right? Yeah, you know? man. Do you watch that show much? Um, I've seen it a few times, yeah, but, but um, no, like I said, I, I'm not a big uh, TV guy, really. I, times I do watch TVs when my father-in-law comes over and turns on the news, you know. <laughs> Well, that's that's not going to lift up the world, is it? <laughs> yeah. So we'll watch together. I get more of my news from the Daily Show, dude. Yeah, that's true. Um, so giving up, uh, I, I question when you the the last uh, couple lines of the first verse when you know I'm right, you were safe before. That's that's somebody who had something good and threw it away, and mm. and uh, they they thought they could do, they thought they could have better, 
so they went and stabbed everybody in the back to go and try and make more of themselves and realize that they got screwed in the end and uh and that's their personality type and you're just fed up with it and you're just kind of yeah. yep. giving up do, do you think that the music business has or even politicians right there's more of those there's a preponderance of people like that in the business or do you think it's that way same way in the shoe business and in the t-shirt business and in the you know jewelry business i liked every human being on earth until i started uh getting involved in, in making a couple dollars. I think once really? money entered my life, I started noticing how many evil bastards there are out there. Really? And um, I, I never had an enemy in my entire life before I was 24 years old. Um, and then all of a sudden... That's because you were smoking. <laughs> yeah. Cigarettes kept me, kept me cool. <laughs> yeah, everybody loved him because he keeps... You know, but that's... But it's true. I never, I never had enemies. And, um, and then uh, people... You, you know, as people's agree, I think when people say money's the root of all evil, it's, it might not be the root of all evil, but it's definitely a cause of, of a lot of it. I don't know how you stay away from it, because if there's money rolling in, mm -hmm. everybody keeps trying to get closer, and you want to put people further away, right? Because, and then not allow that, that part of that's, that's, uh, that's getting into their system get into your system too, right? Because yeah. greed is a mother. Oh, it is. It is. And people will, people will stab you in the back for a dollar for sure. All right, dude. I don't know where to go with that. I'm pissed about it right now. I'm pissed, yeah. I'm pissed that, you had to get, <laughs> that you got to a point where you're starting to get successful. And that's when you had to watch out for, quote, unquote, everybody. Yeah, because I was just an artist. I, did not, I, I hate dealing with, with money. I'm the yes. kind of guy where my banker will call me up and say, let's talk about your account. No, I don't want to talk today. I'll call you next. I'll tell you tomorrow. And it's two years before I talk to them because I just can't stand. And I studied finance in college. I just did I just, you really? You know, I didn't really get into my you know serious courses, but that's the direction I was going in. Wow. Um, proof. Can you talk to me about that song? Yeah, proof. Proof is about another specific person that I won't name. That's yeah. I haven't been in a band with. I haven't uh, really worked with, but I've was acquainted with that. Uh, was disappointing because had a lot of. A lot of gift, a lot of talents, but anytime something went wrong um, with with his career, mm -hmm. um, he'd take his ball and go home. And and at every every time there was any kind of adversity, okay, mm -hmm. I give up and you know um, throw everything away. Right. And uh, nice. That song is kind of about that person. In uh, all, I was. I guess I think the last three songs really get into starting over and changing and. Blah blah blah. So all I was title track. All I was is kind of a reflection on who you, who I used to be, and it's um, hmm. uh, I you know I think when you're younger you feel invincible, you feel uh, uh, just much more. When I was younger, I felt more confident, much more invincible, much I could take on the world. And uh, when you get older, um, and you've been beaten up as much as I have, you know, that changes. So when I say all I was, it's so unlike the way you know me now, you know, yeah. the person I used to be is not what you're looking at. Well, uh, and then doesn't matter starting, starting over and trying to forget that whole doesn't matter is, is a song that I sing. Um, and I had to put a line in that song to make, make it. so I wasn't full of it where, yeah. uh, it's a song about, uh, not dwelling on hatred. You know, there's so many years that I dealt with hating, certain people for doing what they had done to me um 
that it ruined my life because these people probably weren't even thinking another thought about what they had done and I'm sitting at home just harboring this I want to get revenge on this person I want to do something I want to get back at them but all that does is is hurt your life give you more gray hairs and ulcers and um, that song is just about you know it's not healthy to it's not good you're not a good human being for holding to be being that way and um, being vindictive and being and harboring that hatred and wanting but but did you ever think hey I'm a nice guy <laughs> yeah how, how no am I letting matter, this infiltrate my life no matter how nice you are when when you get beat down by by folks um, after afterwards you get angrier because you are I am a nice guy I've done right. nothing but help these people and this is how they treat me and that that's when you get really angry so that song is about letting that that anger go but then on the second verse it says, um, oh, but I might break and return once again to my old ways, but I'm still but fighting. Fight, yep. um, yeah, I love that. So, But did you ever go to counseling or something for that and outside, or did you? No, you know, my counseling is playing with my kids, yep. looking at them and seeing how simple their lives are and how happy they are. Yeah, isn't that and, awesome? Yeah. Thank, thank God for kids. Mm-hmm. In Decay, I, I just love, you know, finally living the life and fighting the good fight for what it is, right? Yeah, and... and um, and not being given the silver spoon and taking advantage of that situation, you mm. know, it's about uh, people being complacent and not working hard and being have have this. That might be stem from my going to the private school years, where you have you see all these people given every opportunity in the world, but they don't take advantage of it. And then you have folks who have been given nothing and work their asses off to get somewhere. And uh, those are the people I respect in this world. And, and decay's mm. kind of. The opposite people that are just born and decay without trying to better themselves yeah hey so quickly do you do you have to breathe differently as a vocalist yeah did you have to learn to breathe i actually took my first vocal lesson from the great ron anderson yesterday um just was, yesterday over skype he's the guy who's taught miles axel rose chris cornell all the, he's he's the best in the world really and uh I've gone on YouTube a million times looking up vocal tips, and they say, oh, sing from your diaphragm, breathe from your diaphragm, sing from your diaphragm. I sit down with Ron, and um, he tells me how to breathe. I'm like, aren't you supposed to sing for your diaphragm? I was like, no. <laughs> uh, Clive S. Davis or whatever his name, the guy's name, he proved in you know five years ago that has nothing to do with your diaphragm, oh, so I, have to, I had to relearn how to breathe. That is funny. Funny those little things that we, I guess, maybe take for granted coming in. Right? Oh, yeah. But... Talk to me about getting involved with rock and wellness because I'm, you know, I, I talked with Donald Carpenter about it. He's mm-hmm. totally sold. And then just a couple of days ago, I, I talked with the um, uh, Aaron from Twelve Stones, the drummer, yep. and his his wife, who I, I say had cancer because I think that's where they're at. Right? She's been doing it. Feels a thousand times better. So, yeah. Somebody comes up to you and says, "Here's this great thing that people can drink and f- feel better, lose weight, mm-hmm. get healthy." You say lower cholesterol, rock and wellness. You know, it's uh, Seth Luker is a very dear friend of mine, one of the best human beings I've ever known. And um, we're we had a show in New York, and I needed to go to the vitamin shop to pick up some omega threes or something because mm-hmm. I had high cholesterol. So I um, I went with him, and uh, he had had cancer. So he went and he studied all these natural healing. Um, he read the these giant books on right. all the natural things. He didn't want to get prescription drugs, you know. So I, we went I love in, that first off, but yeah. So we went into this vitamin shop and we ran into Mike and um he he was working there at the time and um Mike is who? Mike is the is, is Seth's partner in oh, okay. Rock and Wellness. Those okay. two guys are the brain 
brains behind it. Okay. So um, those guys started talking, and an hour later, I'm like, man, you guys know everything there is to know about heal- healing and all the herbs and all the spices and all the everything, plants and and uh, so it, it turned into a great relationship between those guys. They're like, you know what? Let's make. I told. I think I said to Seth, I'm like, I would like you guys to like make me a list of the perfect things for me to be healthy with that if i took it every day i'd be just as healthy as, as can be and those guys ended up putting together a uh, concoction of all these natural great just the healthiest stuff on earth put it into superfoods is that what they call them or what yeah they i mean it's, it's so it's a, much stuff in there but all the healthiest yeah. stuff in the world put into something that tastes good you know they have this chocolate mix and when they first made it it had some green tea in there that gave everybody energy. With me, I can't take green tea because it gets me uh, anxious. Oh, really? Well, so um, they took out the green tea, from, mm-hmm. and now it's just full of just the healthiest stuff in the world. You just take two scoops of it, mix it with water, is what I do, or mix it with, with um, milk. So you do some every day, do you, or pretty uh, much, much every as I day? Can. Now yep. that they okay. did the, the, the new one without the uh, tea in it, mm-hmm. I can drink it every day. Oh, wow. But you don't have to drink vitamins. You don't have to take omega-3s anymore. You just drink it all in the rock and wellness. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. It's all at Whole Foods. It's getting bigger and bigger every day. But did you see it as just, oh, here's a good business opportunity, or here's something that's really going to help people? I didn't have anything to do with the business. You know, I was just lucky enough to be at that meeting of those two guys, and those guys on the first bag of Rock and Wellness talked about our meeting at that vitamin store, talked about me being there, and the whole rocking part probably has to do with Seth was on rock tours, and now sure, he, right. he'll go to rock concerts and give bands bags of it and... Right. Uh, and he's, uh, it's, it's great because people who live lifestyles like we do, traveling all the time, it's good to have a, a bag of the healthiest stuff on earth to be able right. to drink in five minutes and feel like you're, uh, you're taking in all you need to take in for that day. So does it feel like a meal replacement to you? Uh, is, it, is it lunch it per se? It fill you up. It's, it's, it's more of like uh, drinking a boost or drinking an mm. instant breakfast or something. You still need some, some protein. Yeah, like have you ever done like a five-hour energy thing? Or? I never do anything See, that... Never, that that stimulates me i i yeah yeah, i've got too much energy as it is (laughs) (laughs) but so now do you do you feel like you're a more balanced person and do you attribute that a lot to rock and wellness uh well like i said they just did that new formula so i just started back on it but the stuff when i read people's tweets and stuff about it they just love it They're, they're they're addicted to it because it just makes them feel so good yeah so have you stayed away from like uh, anti-anxiety type drugs or have you ever yeah I don't um, I just know what I what gives me anxiety so I, I can't drink coffee I don't drink coke no caffeine whatsoever I can't eat ranch dressing croutons anything Is with ranch MSG. dressing anxiety ranch, uh, ranch dressing has an MSG in it really um, then you anything diet is the worst thing on earth for you um, you know anything with aspartame in it or sucralose Dude, I'm drinking a Diet Mountain Dew in the car right now. Oh, that's terrible for you. That's that's the worst. Dump it. That's the only reason that stuff isn't illegal is because the governments are getting paid too much money for for letting these companies like Pepsi Cola. They're making way too many millions to all of a sudden for this stuff to be illegal because it's very clearly unhealthy for for human beings. I guess we have to talk more about uh, what we stick into our bodies next yeah. time. Next yeah. time we have microphones Nothing in front of our faces. Don't eat anything diet. Thanks for the time again, man. Thank you. Can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Thank you, man. You're a good man. So when you see a big tour bus at a gas station, 
and you see a guy holding the door for you, it might just be Mark Tremonti. A rock star he is, a rock star he is not. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reals. I know you're searching. Don't, don't stop. Keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere you can find inspiration. Because, and I know I'm still wrestling with this, you are worthy of love and a great life. Give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks, questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper.